All right, so the Colorado Avalanche drop their first game of the Stanley Cup final, six to two in game three in Tampa. And this just was not good for the Avs. It started out okay. Things were kind of going their way. Had a goal, although it was called back. Got another goal. And then things just started happening wrong for the Avs. It didn't look good. Not so good in, in goal. What are we going to do there? I think that is going to be a big topic of conversation. So we have that to get to, our sound check to get to, and a whole mess of other things. So let's get to it. <laughs> your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, and the Colorado Avalanche drop their first game of the Stanley Cup final. So, 6-2, to two, you look at the score and you're like, yeah, that, that can't be good, and for large chunks of it, it wasn't. We'll get into some of the stats that surprisingly, a lot of it favors the avalanche in this. And I think a, a lot of this game was more mistakes that the abs made that the lightning capitalized on. We talk sometimes about how the media is covering this series and a lot of it is geared towards Tampa. And I get that because they are the two-time defending champions. But when the Avs were doing what they were doing in game one and game two, a lot of it was kind of like, well, Tampa's not doing what they should be doing. And yep. and for the Avalanche, that was this game. The Avalanche didn't play their game. They're much better than what they showed out on game three. So we'll get to all of that in a second. First things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. All right, sir. Uh, give me your overall thoughts, first of all. We'll start there like we always do. Congratulations, Tampa Bay. You beat us for the first time all year. I bet you feel great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's The Avalanche just, they did not have it. Um, everything that they had in game one and game two, especially coming off game two, none of that traveled. They left it on the plane. They left it in ball arena. It did not come with them to Tampa Bay. They did not look, I wouldn't say ready to play. They just didn't look like they wanted to play. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, 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 I wouldn't say that they didn't come ready to play. I feel like they the, the first period I thought was was fine. You know what I mean? Like they they had the goal the the Nichuskin goal and that was early on and that was called back. Mm-hmm. And you had, you know, I don't disagree with that call. I think you're going to have no. some diehard yeah. Avalanche fans out there saying like that's a BS call and that, you know, the refs are against us. I, I th- you know, it was so close. I mean, it, it's a yep. fraction of a millimeter, but you could see some white in between the puck and the blue line. And I think they got that call right. My issue with that is 
they seem to give John Cooper a lot of time to yeah. look at all of the video. I didn't like that. They, they went to him once and he said no. It looked like he said no. I got to watch it again. But he, I'm almost positive he said he pointed to center ice and said drop the puck. And then he called them back over and said, oh, we have a different look. Well, that's on your video department to get you the videos quicker, my man. And you mean that's, that's not preparing for the avalanche you correctly? Know, right, exactly. <laughs> Their audio video might not be preparing, uh, be preparing as, as uh, either. <laughs> that annoyed me. That yeah. That's what annoyed me. So, uh, you know, but you had that, whatever. And just the fact that, okay, it got the goal got rescinded, but you scored on him. And it was mm -hmm. an ugly goal. Nijuskin didn't get a lot of it, but it went through. Um, and then, you know, that got called back. But who was it that, uh, oh, Landeskog, yeah. Gamble is like did get one. You do give up two, so you're you're down in the period. But I thought in the first overall, I was okay with that. You're on the road. You had that call go against you. You're only down two to one. You you kind like that's what you kind of want in when you're on you know uh, someone else's ice is just you don't want the thing to get out of hand after one. And I kind of felt like they did that. But you're right. Yeah, after they, that, it was downhill. <laughs> yeah. Well, like in that first period, they had every reason i mentioned this in the twitter space um they had every reason to you know throw their hands up and like momentum be killed like you had a call go against you um the power plays were they started stacking up like it was you're being taken off your game the first period that had every reason to go back to the old avalanche ways of getting frustrated getting emotional and giving up they didn't it's just after that we talk about it all the time, like keeping your foot on the gas. It was not even after Landeskog scored that first one. There was not a lot of like push and effort like the ozone time, like the abs were dominating the ozone. It's just you didn't feel that never ending pressure that you had in game two and the later portion of game one. Yeah, I, 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 but I feel like it wasn't due to lack of effort. I feel like Tampa finally got in front of the abs yeah uh, like they, they were not letting them get the these a lot of time and space and get these odd man rushes they were they were stopping them in the neutral zone they were anticipating you know avalanche just making a go for it on the edges and they were getting in front of them i, I from a defensive standpoint tampa completely turned it around yeah completely turned around like they, they were getting in in the abs way and it was frustrating colorado uh go ahead and, and, and that's more like when i was talking about like the pressure if you could maintain that pressure that you had like in game two like they did tampa change things up to where it was difficult it was hard to set up it was hard to get going and like the defense for colorado kind of they kind of played on their heels like they were playing to tampa's game from where the story of the playoffs have been when colorado plays colorado hockey good things happen it was more reactive and that's where that disconnect the speed for colorado colorado alone can beat tampa every day of the week and oh, they sure. got away from that they got away from that and they started playing back and once you start playing back and adjusting to what they're doing that's when you have the two losses that you yeah. got the st louis series well they were frustrating like i said like they, they were they couldn't they struggled more to 
when when they would force a turnover or just gain control of the puck in their defensive zone, they they couldn't get those zone ex- those clean zone exits and just go up ice. Yep. It, it Tampa made it more difficult for them to do that. But the Avs had some really bad turnovers and mistakes that the the, the Lightning capitalized on. And the first one was was uh, Devon Taves. They got the puck in the zone. Then they're just kind of passing the puck around. They're trying to create something. And he kind of whiff. He does. He whiffs on a pass, but he gets some of it. Yeah. And I would rather him have got none of it because then the puck wouldn't have gone anywhere. But it, it just kind of trickled off into like the point and away goes Tampa. And then there was another one where it was, God, I think it was Eric John, or no, it was Josh Manson. Yeah. And and he was going to leave the puck behind him, I believe, for Darren Helm to get. But Helm went in the same direction as Manson. So that just leaves Corey Perry there just to collect the puck. Nobody there centers it to, I think it was Stamkos, and, and Kemper couldn't make a stop. We're going to get to goalies in the second segment, but that's a problem. Like it yep. was not a good game from Darcy Kemper. And I know like the, the, you can always have this argument when a, when a goalie or when a team gives up as many goals as the Avs have, you can always have that argument. Well, like, well, it's not all on, on the goalie. Fine. But he didn't make stops. Yeah. He didn't make it. We'll talk about him in a minute. But um, yeah, I thought. Uh, I, it's weird, man, because I, I'm kind of like it's a loss. It sucks. Um, and they got blown out. But I'm not sitting here right now feeling like, oh, my God, like th- this is the rise of the lightning. Yeah. I feel like the abs beat themselves up last night. Lightning took advantage. So congratulations to them. And that's what a good team does. But this doesn't lower my confidence going into game four. I, no. When we get to our sound check, you'll know why maybe my confidence is going up a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, I'm I'm sitting here like I'm okay. The abs are better than what they put out there last night. And that was the narrative going in to game three was this is the lightning. If they don't win this, this is over. This is you're going to get their best effort. They're finally back in Tampa. They could change the narrative. And you were expecting, honestly, after – Let's be real here. You shell any team 7 nothing. There's an emotional high that you have to come off of. Usually in the regular season, you can adjust because the regu- the team that you're facing next did not suffer that. In a series, you're making them mad. And you saw that Tampa just kept pushing even later into the game in the third period. They could have just kind of settled down. Yeah, on that good. power play, they just kept going because yeah. of what we did to them in game two. So you have to you get you had to know Tampa was going to be playing angry and they wanted to even the score. The Avs just couldn't respond. So going into game four, it's the Avs turn. Yeah. And I think you'll see that. I think they're very angry with how they played. And I think they will put a lot of the the emphasis on themselves for not playing their game and making too many mistakes while giving the lightning credit for capitalizing on them. So Um, all right, we have got to talk about goalies and got to talk about Darcy Kemper was pulled. Frankie came in, did well. Where do we stand with that? So let's hear from Built Bar first. And we talked about Built Bar mud pies that Kyle and I got last week. And I 
God, that like I gotta I gotta have to come out with an official ranking. We probably should do that. We do. You know what I mean? Like uh, our official and and whenever a new one comes out, where is it slotted? Yep. Like you gotta put it in there somewhere. But mud pie, they have them both in the puff and the regular built bar versions. They are easily top five for me. Maybe scratching top three. I don't know. You think so? They laid it in my top three as well. <laughs> they're they're so good, and of course, they're healthy for you. Honestly, mm-hmm. they're really healthy for you. All Built Bar products are low calories, high protein, and low sugar. The Mud Pie is packed with 15, excuse me, 16 grams of protein. Promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, <clears throat> goalies. You know where we stand on this. I am uh, usually Team Darcy. And Kyle has always been a uh, Pavel Francouz fan. You know, last night was not the best of nights for Darcy Kemper. Let's not sugarcoat it. My issue with him, like, I I still like the guy. I still get behind him. Um, I probably would have pulled him after four goals and not five. Mm -hmm. Because the goals that he was letting in are not what you want to see. And you could just tell after the fourth one, it's like he doesn't have it pull them now um i don't like i i i i'm kind of on uh man i'm I'm like towing the line here between who i want if i want to get darcy if i want to keep darcy in there or go with francos for for game four but i'm i'm really i mean it was concerning it was concerning because you want your goalie to make some of those stops. You know what I mean? If your defense is like, that's what we talked about with, with Vasilevsky in, in game two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, he has the capability to, if your defense is not playing well, bail them out and make some of these amazing saves. And that's what you wanted from Kemper last night. There was mistakes that were made. And every time that you have, uh, you know, a, a, a kind of, nobody in between you and you just have a line of sight right to the goalie he's not stopping those and that's a problem i know they're tough saves i'm not saying they're easy saves but if you can stop a couple of those and and but he's not stopping any of them the first one that's a fluke i will that 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 one just rolled off this day i think it was sorelli was it not um yeah it was sorelli he was going to make a play and the puck rolled off of his off his blade and it kind of just scooted past Kemper. Like that that's a f- fluky. I called it an oops goal. But the other ones, yes, tough saves, but you would just like to see him make a save on one of those. And that's you 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 just didn't get it last night. No, and that's the risk you run. It's bad Darcy is bad. Um you that's have a good point. Bad Darcy is bad. Good, good Darcy is very good. Yeah, and you know it's I mean? you're you're gambling. You're gambling, and I know everybody likes to come after me because I'm Team Frankie, and mm. this is what you wanted all along. Well, it's also it's twofold. How the Avalanche play around Darcy Kemper and how the Avalanche play around Frankie are two completely different things. They this defense like they protect Frankie. Sure. There's more there's more of a reinforcement behind Frankie because it, it's still an unproven, you know what he can do, but you want to help him out. 
Darcy, we talked about that gamble. Good Darcy, you don't have to protect him. Protect him. Bad Darcy, you have to protect him at all costs. Um, you can't mm. completely change what your game plan is to protect your goalie. And um, there were a lot of people in the space talking about, well, Frankie wasn't tested. He only faced 10 shots. And Did he really? Yeah, he only yeah. faced 10 shots. Yeah, it makes and, kind of sense. Yeah. But we were just about to hang Darcy Kemper's name in the rafters for a 16 save shutout. Like six shots do not separate you from legendary status. Um, you, the defense tightened up. Uh, Frankie allowed one goal. And that's you. Uh, that happens a lot when a, when a goalie comes in in relief, they'll give up one early and then really kind of like settle in and, and, and shut the door. But the avalanche really kind of upped their game, even though they were down six to two. In the third, what were the shots in the third? Because I that was that uh, twelve were. to six, Colorado. Yeah, and and you know the Avs had to press. You know what I mean? Like so, it kind of makes sense. And um, they 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 looked good in the third in terms of like puck possession, but the game was over by then. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I where, where do, I mean, I know where you stand. You 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 would go with with Pavel Francouz in in game four, right? Absolutely. I would, I would have, you know me. I would have had him in already. Um, I mean, and if he only had ten saves, th there were a couple that he he made some good saves on. You know what I mean? But that's... and the way he starts rushes, I think, is another cr crucial thing, especially if they're down. This is another crucial thing that the Avs could use is how Frankie starts the rush. He doesn't freeze and go to a faceoff, which the Avs are not good at. Frankie does that unconventional, he'll fire it 90 degrees right into the boards, and then they'll start it on the edge that way, and then get the offensive, like the ozone transition that way. Um, and he'll come out of his net a little bit and provide some defensive assists by fielding the puck there and then passing it off to the first available defenseman. Frankie does a little bit more than Darcy. Darcy, um, it's that good and bad Darcy, and it's the Stanley Cup final. It's you can't keep gambling yeah. on this and you've got to ride the hot hand and Dar uh, Darcy is not the hot hand right now. I know he got us here, but Frankie is the hot hand. Yeah. I mean, he, he's playing well enough where you would say you might need to start him in game four. Um, and like, you know, Gar uh, Darcy Kemper got the shutout, but he had 16 shots. Okay. He still had to stop 16, 16 shots, but he got a shutout. That's fine. And to me, it's just like the, the 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 goals that he should have stopped. You know, like I said, that first goal, I'll let him go on that. The second one, it was a pretty play by Tampa. They they ran a a, a break to perfection. And I'm again, that's not a a, a save that I'm expecting him to make. Mm -hmm. But it's a save I would like him to make. The one that yeah. was on on uh, Palat. It was Stamkos who made a nice pass. You know, there's nobody blocking him. I feel like Kemper just, he he's too quick to flatten out and kind of go on his belly. You know, he doesn't stand tall long enough. And you see yeah. Vasilevsky do that. Vasilevsky's a big guy. He uses his size to his advantage. Kemper's a big guy. 
Mm-hmm. And and when he he tries to time these like flailing saves and he goes down to like his waist and kind of like f- goes forward on his stomach way too early and it's so easy to go top shelf on him. So it wasn't it wasn't the best performance from him. Um he had five high danger shot attempts against him, seven medium danger. Um his expected goals against was 3.04 and he gave up five. So it's a negative 1.96. Like that's not good. That's not good. So we, we were touting his 16 save shutout in game two. He almost faced 16 shots in period one, let up two. Yeah. And there was 14 shots in period two. And that's where it started getting out of hand. There was three more there. Like, that's not a good that's that's not a good percentage yeah. like you, you can't maintain that especially if Tampa's starting to get hot and you knew you had to be at your best at in Tampa against a very mad Tampa team you had to be better and you just could not no nope I'm looking at kind of just it just and all of it's not good <laughs> yeah it's not um yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I got. I need the day off to really think about this because I. I go ahead. Go the ahead. three losses the Avs have suffered in these playoffs are with Darcy Kemper and Net. Right. Right. So, and you know, for that, it's like you know, you're you're not so much for the playoffs, but because he plays so much more, you have more of a sample size for him to kind of like say, well, there's more stats against Darcy Kemper to kind of like pick apart to say like, this is why you shouldn't play him than there is for Pablo Francois. That's just the nature of the beast because he's played more games. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but, um, you know, Francois, it is what it is right now. He hasn't lost in the playoffs since ones that he's started anyway. Um, it's so tough. Like, cause and I'm of the, I'm of the, the mind of like, give guys chances of redemption. Maybe that's the star Wars in me. Of like you, you need to let these guys like get redeemed, uh, but you, you also you don't have a lot of time to do that. Exactly, so, redemptions for the regular season, wins are for now. Like, yeah, the one more bad Darcy game, we have a tight series. Like you were right there about to knock out the back-to-back champions and really steal momentum in Tampa, and you did not do that. And now the Bolts are confident. They're starting to believe in themselves a little bit. Know, but like, if you go ahead, it's this is it's and we talk. You you mentioned like Darcy has a bigger sample size. The Avs all regular season regularly would score touchdowns on teams, and like the game was over first second period. Those teams aren't coming at you. They're not testing you. Like this Avalanche team has been so good for so long, you don't get teams. It's easier to give up in the regular season is what I'm trying to get at. You don't have to sit there and get tested like you do in the playoffs. And Darcy's dropped two against St. Louis. And ever since Frankie's been in there, it's been smooth sailing. It's been a little bit better. It has been, yeah. Uh, as far as Vesileski goes, like, I, he, he had a much better game. I mean, God, yeah. you know, he gave up seven. He's going to have a better game. I mean, he only gave up two with an asterisk. If you want to say that they got three on him, even though the yeah. one got um negated okay fine but you know the abs got let me see their expected goals this is according to money puck expected goals for the abs is 6.6 
expected goals to to Tampa's four point two. So they had they had chances on him. How many? Let me see how many high dangers he had real quickly. Um, nine medium, nine high, nine high danger sh- chances that they had. Um, again, like when you when you lo- really look at like the the deep stats, like stat wise, it was a a in the end an okay game for the abs. Yeah, and if you clean up these mistakes and these silly turnovers, and you are able to kind of slide past defenders and and play a little bit more of your game. I think the Avs again. I, like I said in the beginning, like I'm okay overall with with this game. You don't like the outcome. You don't like that it was six to two. You you got to tighten up some things clearly. But I, I, I'm okay. I, I do have confidence going into Game Four. I really do. You I killed really do. off five penalties. You were fifty percent on the power play. Two for four. Like the two mm-hmm. goals that we got were on the power play. When was the last time we got to say that about this Avalanche team? Yeah. Like. You are doing good things, but you need everybody buying in and also doing good things. Like you mentioned Vasilevsky, like we have so much high quality depth on this team that could work together and get past Vasilevsky that he doesn't, we've proven he doesn't scare us. So we just got in our own way. And he said everybody has to buy in, and that's what we're going to get to next because uh, it could look a little bit different going into game four with the Avs uh, as far as roster players coming back, and we will get to that here in a second. We have to get to a sound check first, and if you're uh, just listening for the first time, maybe our uh, LOPN sound check, Kyle and I pick a song that we feel best summarizes uh, the most recent game, win or lose. In this case, obviously, the loss to Tampa in game three. All of these songs <clears throat> go up on a playlist on Spotify. Just search L-O-P-N Soundcheck and follow along. And, uh, yeah, just get pumped for the next game. Yeah. And uh, I think these songs will do just that. What do you got for this one, sir? It's an obscure band that I fell in love with in the 2000s. I don't think they're around anymore. I think their last album came out in 2001. Okay. Um, it's Fu Manchu. It's a kind of like a California, like alt rock, stoner rock kind of band. What was um, their big song? Didn't they have like a big song? King of the Road. I think they covered King of the Road, and like that made it for a while. I think it hit a couple commercials. Like okay. they were just about the level of like Yellow Card. Like not oh, okay. much, but this song was a uh, didn't really try. <laughs> and that that just honestly you had everything like we mentioned uh stats wise like the abs had every opportunity to put this game away Mm -hmm. and they didn't really try and you can see that in the puck handling like especially like if you wanted if you had that sense of urgency we wouldn't we would have had a much better song there were moments like i I think overall they feel like the effort level was there but there were moments especially to start the third period it was a four on four and they had possession of the puck and it, it was just a lazy. I think it was uh, Devon Taves. It was just like a lazy pass off to the side that got intercepted. Yep. <laughs> Nothing came out of it, but it was just like, it's a four on four. You should. And this is to start the period, get a goal quickly. Who knows what the heck can happen, but it was, just, I think as the game went on and they knew it was kind of like over, maybe, maybe they didn't even try. I don't I can't go there fully, but there were moments. I'll give you that. 
for me, I, you know, like I said, you, you, you might have help on the way uh, because Nazem Kadri could be coming back in game four. Did you see that video of him mm-hmm. kind of like tearing up the ice, making moves, making cuts? Yeah. Do you uh, think I don't have video I, of Nazem Kadri? Yeah, here? right. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know how his shot is looking, but as far as skating is going, he seems like he's just fine. You might have Andre Burakovsky coming back. Maybe he just needed a day off to, you know, maybe get a little bit more dexterity in that hand that got hit by a puck. Maybe Pablo Franzos takes over for game four in net, who's, you know, obviously we just talked about. So because of that, uh, my song is uh, one of Kyle's, another one of Kyle's favorite bands in Shinedown. And the song is Cry for Help. Because help could potentially be on the way, and think about that. Think, think like the team that the Az put out there. You know, you don't have Kadri, you don't have Burkowski. Those are big, and and Burkowski's playing fantastic. Kadri's had an amazing year, and he's had a great postseason. You get these guys back. That's another reason why you feel really confident going into Game Four. The Avs are loading up while Stamkos is injured and hobbling. Point is out. Nick Paul is also Kucherov. Kucherov went Kucherov. out. Like it's they're falling off. The Avs are loading up. Could be, yeah. And let's talk about that Kucherov nonsense at the end of the game. Um, he gets Josh Manson pretty good, and they didn't show a replay on it. And I'm getting annoyed with ESPN with with their replay. Like they need to cut to replay a lot quicker. For yeah. so, like, this is a quick game, right? I mean, after there's a stoppage of play, they drop the puck pretty quickly. And I know it's a tough, tough gig that to, to do to bring up replays that quickly. Uh, but you know, they're they're not showing things. <clears throat> First of all, um, Kucherov, yeah, slams Josh Manson into the boards. It seemed like it, his head went right into the boards. Yeah, and he was down for a little bit. Nothing yeah. was called. Okay, fine. And then they called Devon Taves for a cross check mm-hmm. when when he was Kucherov was down. He's going down, and and Taves is going to check him. It wasn't a cross check. He's going to check him in the boards, but because Kucherov falls right at the same time that Taves is going to check him, they call him for a penalty. I thought that was garbage. I mean, and the game was, was over little... by then. I'm not. I, it's not saying that that turned the tide or anything like that, but. They let him get away with with a hit on Manson, and then they call a, a very like iffy. Well, it's not even an iffy. It wasn't a cross check. I don't know how they got a cross check out of that. Yeah. But I, I, that that annoyed me. Yeah, there was a little bit of home cooking when it came to the calls, and you could feel it. With I mean, one for six on the power play for Tampa, two for four for Colorado. There's a little bit of the home cooking and trying to make this, and also a point to the ESPN broadcast. Um, Bailey in our Twitter space brought this up. If you can watch it on two screens, pull up the ESPN ice pass. It has mm-hmm. live stats constantly going and it's a good second screen experience because Lord knows they're not going to show you the shot count live on the score wow. bug. I don't know why they don't leave that up there. It's on the ice pass along with everybody's time on ice, the offensive zone stats. Um, it's very helpful if you're trying to keep track of that because ESPN doesn't care. <laughs> i mean it's a big stat like people want to see stuff like that you know what i mean um 
Uh, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, I think people are going to be mad at Taves for that. I mean, that, that's just yeah. a hockey play. That's just a hockey play. And Kut- if Kucherov is, doesn't, I don't even know if he lost an edge. He kind of, I think he went like went down for the puck and kind of lost his balance as Taves is is checking him. That's going to happen. And two other little instances to be mad at to just keep you up at night so you don't sleep. Um, LOC, we don't need you fighting that late, honestly. Like, come on, bud. We're I trying like to get bit. healthy here. It was a good fight, like but it. come on, be a yeah. little bit better. We saw what happened with Nathan McKinnon when he tried to do the same earlier this year. Let's not have that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cogliano. Yeah, he. he what did, are yeah. you doing trying to fight with one good hand? We just got you back. Yeah. Do not go throwing punches with taped together fingers. Yep. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, looking forward to, to game four quickly. Um, I, I kept waiting, and he and it's not for again a lack of trying. Um, I'm I'm waiting for Nathan McKinnon to take over a game. Yeah. It's it might be tough, you know, because Tampa does have good defense, and they finally showed that in this game. But I'm waiting for him just to take over. He, he what did he have? Shots on goal, only six. Wow. Um, but you look at this man; it's just up and down the the and minus three, McKinnon minus two, Comfer minus Comfer had a couple really nice chances and just yeah. nothing, nothing. Um, Taves minus three, Makar minus three. EJ minus two. It's just, you know, it's odd because you look up and down the roster and you're like, this is a bad game. If you're just looking at that and that's why plus minus doesn't really tell the whole tale, but it's, it's a tale of two games, the score and all those things look bad. And if you dive deep into some of these stats where you're like, okay, like, well, the abs outshot them mm-hmm. and that's not a deep stat. I'm not, you know, breaking any mold here. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. 39 to 32 in favor of the abs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the lightning out hit them 40 to 27. This was, you know, the physicality is picking up a little bit more that doesn't play into the abs hands. They got to get back to the speed part of it. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think if you get, you know, like I said, Kadri and Burkowski back, I'm not feeling like, oh my God, this is going back to Colorado two to two right now. It could happen. Don't get me wrong, but I feel really good about what the as and then and then this happening is a good thing for the abs. Yeah, it's like okay, we're not. This is this is what we need to do to go back out to make sure that does not happen again. So I'm looking forward to game four. Yeah, the abs can lo- absolutely learn from this loss and build on it going forward. And another player you want to see a little bit more out of Kale McCarr. Because in game three, it would have been a great chance to put on that shine. Yeah. Because they're about to announce who's winning the Norris. Um, that's between games three and four. Yeah. What better way to um, put a little shine on when they Zoom call Roman Yossi and he's got his tan from golfing? Um, what better way with Kale McCarr in a Stanley Cup patch? Be like, hey, yeah, you yeah, chose right. wrong. <clears throat> I mean, I got McCarr, even though he's a minus three, he had two assists. On both goals, it was the same three guys. It was Landis Gog scoring the goals. It was Ranton and Makar on the assists. They just flip-flopped who had the primary assist uh, from from goal one to goal two. So he still was a minus three. I mean, when you're out there all the time you're and a team scores that much, that's going to happen. But when you look at uh, – just went away. Where would it go? Here, let me bring it back in here. Okay. 
um, like Corsi for and Corsi against 79 to 55 in favor of the Avs. So the Avs had 79 shots that for one way or whether got through. But here's the interesting thing for Fenwick. And again, if you don't follow this stuff, Corsi is any shot thrown towards the net. It doesn't even have to be on goal. The Berkey's that. It could be blocked. Yeah, it could be blocked. It could be tipped to the side. Anything that goes towards the net is considered for Corsi. And for the Avs, what I say? They had 79 mm-hmm. compared to uh, the Lightning 55. So that's 59% of the shots were in favor of the Avs. For Fenwick, which gets rid of blocked shots. Fenwick does not count blocked shots. The Avs go from 79 down to 52 that's a lot of block shots. So you've yeah. got, you know, 27 blocks for the for the Lightning. The, I mean, get some of those through and we got a different ball game. And that goes back to buying in and cohesion because the best way to get around a block shot is one extra pass. There you go. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, we got a, a, a day off and we're, we're going to get some awards. I'm looking forward to... Obviously, the Norris and GM of the year. I am waiting for that because we haven't even got the. I don't know why they didn't give us the final three for that one. Because it should be a no-brainer. Because I think NHL, they know, yeah. And if Joe Sackick's not even one of the final three in that this year, it's going to be a riot. Um. All right, everybody. They might, they might just put a team in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> um that's gonna wrap it up for today so it's a loss doesn't matter if it was three to two or six to two a loss is a loss uh but there is some things to think about for the avalanche so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about those things as well as the awards that some of the avalanche are up for if they won or lost and uh if any of these guys if we get any word on Kadri or burkowski it's gonna have a different look for game four we shall see but i feel good just yeah, it's you're going down the road, you hit something in the road, and now you're sitting ripping the wheel like, am I losing air in that tire? Am I losing air in that tire? That's where we are right now. <laughs> and then you get out and fix the tire and everything's <laughs> fine. There you go. All right, everyone. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Again, follow us on our social media outlets. Uh, but until tomorrow, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli, and this is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go!